Hey y'all, welcome and welcome back to the Layers Podcast. I'm so glad you're here listening again. This is EP8. We've come so far. I'm so glad you're here listening. If this is your first time, hey. If this is not your first time, welcome. There's so many other episodes before this. So after you listen to this, maybe take a look, check them out, see what you think. Anyways, let's get straight into today's EP. Today, I wanted to talk about worries. Worries. And I'm like, "Mm, what am I going to title this? Like, I need to come up with something cool, you know? But, okay, this is not about the title. Worries. Worries. (laughs) So, lately, I actually mentioned this in my last EP. How I was torn between two topics to talk about. But this week, you know, we on that second topic that I didn't do last week. But, you know, this week, I have more insight, you know. But worries. Recently, I have been, not recently, I feel like all my life. And this could be for everybody. All your life, you just worry. Worry. What is the meaning of worry? I feel like that's a word uh, taken lightly or not like fully into context. But what does it mean to worry? What does it mean to be anxious? The definition of worry is give away to anxiety or unease. Allow one's mind to dwell on difficulty or troubles. So when you're worrying, your mind is stuck on the fact that things are difficult or that you're struggling in something. If something is hard and your mind can't get off of it, that's that's a worry. And I, it seems like a simple word, but I just feel like reading the definition or getting the definition makes you like dig deeper and not just look at the surface. Because sometimes we just overlook words. And yeah, I just think the definition is, it was, it was needed to get the meaning. So now anxiety, I want to look at that. Intense, excessive, and persistent worry and fear about everyday situations. This could cause fast heart rate, rapid breathing, sweating, and feeling tired may occur. Now, you might be listening to these definitions and you're like, dang, I do worry a lot. Or, yeah, I do have anxiety. Maybe you've been diagnosed or maybe you just feel like you have it just because you've had moments where because of worry. Or sometimes you don't even know what you're worried or scared or in fear about. But, you know, you get that fast heart rate, your heart start beating like... or you start breathing hard or sweating but today's ep is all about giving your worries to god or just letting go not or just and just letting go this is something i had to learn recently to do i had to sit down and think kind of like that self-evaluation aspect i talked about in the last ep part of that took me to sit here and be like okay I can no longer keep this on my mind so I'm gonna do whatever it takes to get it out of my mind lots of my worries included school you know finishing strong because this is my last year college where am I going what am I majoring in family because I'm like uh patient I also have family like out the country like all the way in Africa so it's just like You know, connections with them, all the things. Friends, because I'm like, who are my real friends? Who are the ones that are not supposed to be here? 
Why am I losing these people? Why are these people still here? Questions like that that were going through my mind daily. 25-8. My career, this draws back to school, but like, what am I doing with my future? Do I even need a degree for real? Like, with the gifts I have, can I start my own business? Like, hmm, what's that looking like? Develop? Are we developing something right now? Like... Is this podcast going anywhere? Is there something I could do outside of this? Like, just, and these are worries. Because these are things I thought about every single day. You're at school for seven to eight hours. Those seven to eight hours, I'm thinking about my grades. I'm thinking about my teachers. I'm thinking about my friends because it's the people I'm surrounded by throughout the day. My mind is never at peace. It's always twisting and turning and going. Even when I want to go to sleep, if I'm not falling asleep at school because I'm tired, when I get in my bed here in my house, I'm twisting and turning because my mind is going like, ooh, what about tomorrow? Oh, I have this late assignment. Ooh, am I going to wake up on time? What am I having for breakfast tomorrow? Should I stop by McDonald's and get a caramel frappe? Or should I go to Starbucks? Oh, wait, I don't have money. Now I'm worrying about money. Oh, my gosh. What days am I going to go to work so I can make enough money so that my next paycheck is enough to get me this and this and that? Oh, my gosh. So-and-so's birthday is coming up. What am I going to wear? What are we going to do? What are we going to eat? How much money am I going to spend? What gift am I going to get them? Oh, my gosh. I just got in trouble. Is my phone going to get taken? Is my car going to get taken? Is the keys going to get taken? Am I ever going to be able to leave this house again? Do my parents even love me for real? You know, things like that. Like, (laughs) I could go on forever and ever and ever with my worries, bro. What college am I going to? Am I going in-state or out-of-state? If I stay in-state, where am I going? I cannot go to UTD. That's too close. It's only 20 minutes away. Am I going to Denton? Nah, that's low-key still too close. Okay, let me go to Houston. Can I even drive to Houston? Can I handle a four-hour drive? I don't know. How often am I going to visit my family after I go to college? Will I even make it to Houston? Will I make it to any of the schools in Houston? Am I really going to start college this fall, or am I going to have to start at a community college? What am I going to major in? Do I really want to major in finance for real, Like, or do I want to major in something else? Is this really what I'm supposed to major in? What job am I going to get after I graduate with this finance degree? What am I doing for my graduation this year, considering I'm not graduating with the rest of my class? Those thoughts. That's what goes through my mind. Did this girl really just do me like that? Did she really just do me like that? Like, is she my friend for real? Like, why is she here? Why is she in my life right now? Like, why did she walk all over me after I did everything I could for her? Why is she still here? Why did he leave? Why isn't he talking to me no more? What did I do wrong? What's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? Like, God, I need help. What did I do wrong? Like, am I crazy? Am I crazy for real? Like, bro, when I tell y'all, these thoughts can go on forever. Like, I really could keep on going. But, like, on a real note, this is what goes through my head. And it's probably the same or different or along the same lines as you. You have worries too. These things go through your head. Now, the thing about worries is it can get so bad that it develops into anxiety. You start filling out college applications and your heart starts beating because you're like, "Mm, am I for real going to get in? Or you approach a group of friends or a group of people or maybe just one certain person and your stomach starts tumbling, rolling, 
butterflies but the bad kind because it's like you can't handle another conversation with this person or you don't know where the conversation is going to go if it's going to go right if it's going to go left you don't know what this person's mood's going to turn into so now you're worrying man that's a lot that's a lot I'm literally like listening to myself speak and I'm like dang Armel like your mind really does not rest like your mind really does not stop and truly we have to look at that and realize that and be like yeah um this is really bad like and I get overwhelmed and overthinking is part of this too like if you overthink you're most likely holding your worries in because overthinking is not a normal okay it's normal but it's not healthy normal it's normal because lots of people do it it's seen as normal by society but you shouldn't have to overthink about anything you shouldn't have to feel obligated to overthink you're the first thing your mind overthinking is not the first thing your mind should go to you know the ultimate goal is peace here that's like literally all i want with my life is peace but then the overwhelming thought of literally everything in life literally blows me like like it's so crazy um sometimes the worries get so bad that i just start crying and i hate to cry i hate to cry i was literally talking to a friend about this the other day but i would cry and be like armel why are you crying like what is wrong with you like you need a therapist for real like you need counseling you need mental help because there's no reason you should be crying right now girl like shut up stop crying close that mouth and wipe those tears and stand up y'all be weak in the knees stand up stand up like that's literally what I tell myself and one thing she said was that I have to allow myself to feel these feelings and I was like, oh my gosh. Sometimes you need to allow yourself to have that emotion, to let go of that weight. Like, allow yourself to cry. Let out those tears. You know, let out that yell or scream. Whatever your outlet needs to be, let let that be it. I held in my tears and my emotions for so long that there was one day that I just blew up. Crying all day. I didn't know why. I was just overwhelmed. I don't I didn't know by what. I literally cried all day. From morning to it's like my mind my mind couldn't even complete a thought before it started crying. And it was like that all day and I didn't know how to stop it. And I was like, dang bro, like all these tears have been waiting and waiting and now they're finally here. Now they're finally here. Now this seems like okay, like can you even fix that for real like can you even fix overthinking can you fix worrying like I don't think it's fixable and for me I thought like this is my personality this is how I'm gonna be like worrying is natural to me overthinking is is just one of my traits one of my personality traits and it just is what it is and that's it that's really what I thought but I figured you know, after, you know, praying, reading the Bible, you know, as I should, um, I began to become aware of God's capabilities, God's power. 
you see him in Bible stories, you see his works being done, and, you know, it's lots of times where people in the story is like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? And God was there, right there, to pick it up, right there, to help him, and God doesn't change, so I'm sitting there looking like, well, if he did it for them, if he did it before, he going to do it again, y'all know that song? <laughs> okay, never mind, anyways, um, why can't he do it now? So I was just like, it's not that he can't do it. It's that I'm not trusting him enough to do it. So I'm trying to carry everything on my own, carrying my own burden, trying to fix everything on my own, trying to stop my worries by my own might when I really should be giving it to God. So doing that required me to occupy my mind with things other than what I was worrying about. I said a little prayer and I was like, God, I want to give everything I'm worrying about to you. The boys, the friends, the schools, the family, the career, all of that. I don't want to think about it anymore. I want to give it to you, God. After that prayer, I'm not going to say things change instantly because that's never how it happens. I mean, maybe for some people, but like for me, it wasn't an instant. Okay, here you go. Your mind will never think about these things again. No. I had to put in the effort and be intentional about my thoughts so I could think about these worries. But as soon as it came in my mind, I was saying a quick little prayer and then I was occupying my mind with something else. Worship was one thing that really, really helped, really, really helped. Because as soon as a worry came, I was able to like think about a worship song or something and it would get it off my mind because now my mind is occupied doing something else or reflect on the good god has done in other people's life in my life and i'm able to look at that testimony and be like okay you know this and this happened so there's no reason i should worry about this literally listening to sermons listening to other podcasts listening to worship i did those things like literally in this past week every day it was something playing in my ears to occupy me so my brain was focused on the good and not on my worries. My brain, my mind was processing and thinking about what God was going to do in my life, what God is doing in the lives of others, rather than thinking about my worries. And that's only because I decided to occupy it and fill it up with other things. This is why you need to feed yourself and feed your spirit things that are not of this world, because that's when you begin to worry. When you start feeding yourself worldly things, like that's all your mind is going to be occupied with so like your job on this earth like that if if all you're hearing uh, I don't know how to correctly put this but basically if if you're not hearing the word of God enough and all you're hearing is what the world is saying like oh you gotta do this and this to succeed you gotta do this and this and this your mind is gonna think that this is what I need to do, this is what I need to do, and that it's by your own might, and you're never going to give your cares to God. That's literally, that's literally the exact predicament I was going through. It's like, I got to make these grades, you know, I got to make this GPA, I got to make this SAT score, I got to do this and this and that, and all those things are important, but 
the way it was causing anxiety, the way it was causing me to worry and not think about nothing else in life was not healthy, which is why these things are things you should give to God, pray about, and let go. Like, let your mind let go of it so that you're in a healthy state with your mind, so that you're not overthinking, so that you're not overwhelmed, you know? Cast your cares onto him. Like, literally let go. It is so hard. It's easier said than done, but I had to learn to let go. Let it go. Um, finding outlets helps with this as well. Um, singing, talking, like I'm talking on a podcast right now. Like, this is an outlet. Like, I hold myself accountable and I remind myself of these things through talking. Talking in a mic and then sharing it with y'all. Singing. I sing at my church in front of people, which is crazy. I never thought I would do it. It was always a dream, but I barely saw it coming true because I've always been introverted, anxious, all the things. But it's an outlet. I had to learn to use it as an outlet and not a performance. I had to to learn to be like, okay, I'm singing for God, like I'm I'm here to release my stress and emotions and everything to God through these songs and that's what I'm up here for. Like that's what I'm on the stage for. I'm on the stage so that someone who is sitting in a crowd and watches me sing watches me you know give myself to God can can feel what I feel and be like I need to do the same thing you know so finding an outlet some people write I also write um it could be writing music writing poems whatever just write I have a journal full of prayers and it's not even prayers for real like prayers like dear God this and this it's literally a list of things like it'll be a prayer list and I have bulleted things that I'm worrying about or things that are on my mind usually as soon as not usually but most of the time as soon as something comes on in my mind I get out that journal and I write it down so that it's out of my mind so that I can let it go so that I know it's somewhere I see the journal as not sacred I don't think that's the word but the the journal kind of like represents like everything I'm giving to God so that's what I use I write it down and it's like boom there we go I have a folder in my phone in the notes app that's the same thing. I just write out my feelings and boom, there it goes. Like, I could literally be crying and I'm writing or I'm typing in my notes. Oh, this and this and this and this and this and this. And it's directed towards God. So that's the way of giving up my worries or giving, casting my burdens onto him. Um, some people paint, some people draw, giving yourself a creative outlet just so that your mind is not focused on the bad and the negative that causes you to worry therapy therapy is overlooked but bro when this anxiety gets bad you might want to find a therapist like no shade but like you might like they help and they god put them on this earth for a reason like therapists were not here for no reason find you a good christian therapist a therapist with good morals, good values that can actually help you. Now, some people don't have the funds for that, so you got to start with the other thing. But, like, work up to that. Like, I know in the future I'm going to look for a therapist. Like, and that's something I'll do regularly. Just a way for them to challenge my thinking in a way I never would have challenged my thinking. Because, you know, that's what they're certified to do. Like, that's what they went to school for. Like, that's what they got a degree in. So, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, self-love, self-care, that's another thing. Treat yourself. Sometimes you're worrying so much because you're just up and running everywhere all the time. You never have a chance to sit down and just take time to yourself. So sometimes you need to do that. Designate that one day to just do nothing. You could literally sit in bed all day. Not every day, but that one day that you designate to like take to yourself and be like, Okay, this is the day I'm going to use to, you know, focus on me, do whatever I need to do, you know, take a break, self-evaluate. Now, self-evaluate takes us into a whole new topic. And you could kind of connect this to the last EP as well, where I talked about I had to look at my issues and see what was bothering me. And I had to look at some of my worries and be like, is some of this self-inflicted? Like, are these worries I cause myself? And sometimes the answer to this question is yes. You procrastinated. Now your work is late and it puts your grade in jeopardy. You did this to yourself. So sometimes eliminating those worries causes you to stop doing it to yourself. Stop putting yourself in a predicament to where you know, you got to worry. Like, why should I have to worry about my grades if I'm doing everything on time? I'm turning things in on time. I'm listening in class and paying attention in class. I'm taking notes as I should, you know? So kind of like evaluate, be like, what part of my worries, what worries, literally list down all your worries and look through the list and be like, which ones can I control? Because that's definitely, like, school grades, that's something I can definitely control. You know, take time off of social media and use it to study. Like, simple solutions like that. And no, let me not say simple, because habits are hard to break. And if your habit is to be on social media for a certain time, every single day, it's going to be hard to break that habit. Like, (laughs) I wouldn't know. But you kind of have to start working towards that process and even pray towards it, like, Help me break this habit, God, so that I'm able to do this and this and this. Because it's not God's will for you to be failing. Like, God wants the best for you. So, as long as you're working towards it, as long as you're realizing, okay, yeah, I need to fix this. Then you can take some of those those burdens off yourself. Like, some of this self-inflicted worry or anxiety can really be fixed with your everyday choices it just takes organization it takes um you know organizing your days your thoughts your plans so that everything is in order and not out of order because when things are out of order when things are not organized that's when you start to worry that's when things start to you know go out of whack in your mind now a thought came to mind, not a thought, but like a scenario. And sometimes in life, you're like, can God really take care of my worries, though? Because I've tried praying about these things and they're still on my mind. I still worry about it. And it's like, I don't think this is ever going to be fixed. But I had to think about um, valet parking. With my thoughts, with with everything I do in life, I always put it on me to, to do. I got to fix this, this, and this, and this way. I don't let go of my thoughts and be like, okay, God's going to fix it. I'm working on doing that now because I realize it's bad. But, you know, I 
always I'm like, okay, I got this. Like, I'm going to do this and this and this to fix it, and I'm going to do it instead of giving it to God. With valet parking, you give your car, you give your keys to someone, a trusted individual with the job. You let them drive it into the parking garage, wherever it is, and, you know, they get your car there safely. You go to wherever you need to be. Then when you're done, you come back, and they bring your car back to you. Stress-free. All you got to do is walk in and walk out. Stress-free. Without valet parking, you're going to be going around those garage levels for a good hot minute. You'll be driving around level one, level two, level three, level four, level five, until you find a parking space. Then you get to like level 10 and it's like, okay, I found a parking space finally. Now I need to walk, find the elevator so I can go downstairs. And by then, you know, 20 minutes has passed and you're late to your event or you're not late, but you're not as much on time as you want to be. Or now you're tired because you walk in. I don't know how many miles and heels on and this is just a random scenario I came up with but if you let that go I don't care how pretty your car is you're gonna allow valet to take it like you put your trust in the people to take the car so why don't you put your trust in God to carry your worries and just go with the regular flow of life And then at the end, you know, receive the resolved issue back. If your worries are usually problems or issues in your, in your life. So we give those to God. By the time you come back, you come to pick up your car. By the time you come back, the issue is resolved. You won't even realize there's worries, prayers. I wrote down in my prayer journal and I look back and I reflect on the journal and I'm like, oh my gosh, God answered that. Like, no way. And I don't even think of it until I look back. Like, it takes me looking back to realize, oh my gosh, like, God has really done a lot. Like, a few months ago, I was praying that I would have a car to drive, you know. I had so many responsibilities. Uh, A bus and Uber was not cutting it. Asking people for rides was not cutting it. And I remember I wrote in my journal for days months like I need a car I need a car my mom needs a car and now I have a car and I sometimes I take it for granted but I'm like bro like I've come a long way and it's only because I let go and let God before I let go and let God I was on Carfax every day looking for a car I was checking my bank account every day because I was saving the money to get one like when I tell you I saved like 20 cars per day of potential cars I could buy like it's not something I prayed on it was something I thought I could just handle and do myself when God had a whole plan in the loop I didn't even have to buy a car we didn't get no car from the dealer no my mom got a new car and then I got my mom's car it was just a cycle but I never thought that would have happened because, you know, I had my own set plan in mind. When God has his own set plan, he's just waiting on us to, you know, let go and let him do it. Like, he's waiting on us. So, we, like, clock is ticking, bro. Clock is ticking. God is waiting. His arms are wide open. We just gotta, you know, run to him. Run into the arms. Accept the hug. Accept the fact that he's there to care for you and 
you know, take away all your worries. So, you know, y'all y'all know I had to do my little research like I always do. And today we're reading in Matthew chapter 6. And I'm going to start at verse 28. And it says, And why worry about your clothing? Look at the lilies on the field and how they grow. They don't work or make their clothing. This reminds me of Jaira. If he dresses the lilies with beauty and splendor. Okay, I'm not going to sing the whole song. But it's like, if he dresses the lilies with beauty and splendor, how much more does he love you? Like, how much more does he love If God is giving the birds and the bugs shelter, why wouldn't he give you a whole human being shelter? Why wouldn't he care for you a whole human being? You're wearing, and it says clothing, but this can really be seen as anything. That's just one example, but clothing is, it, it can be used as a symbol for other things in your life as well. Let's continue. Verse 29 says, um, yet Solomon in all his glory was not dressed as beautifully as they are. And if God cares so wonderfully for wildflowers that are here today and thrown into the fire tomorrow, he will certainly care for you. Why do you have so little faith? Bro, faith is literally the root to everything. Faith. That word is so powerful, bro. Because literally, I could be saying all this, but if you don't have faith, like, you're not going to see God take your burdens. You're not going to see the work God is doing in your life after one prayer. But you have to believe in your mind. You have to be like, okay, I trust and believe this can happen. Even though I don't see it, I believe that something greater is coming in the future without that faith like bro nothing (laughs) i don't know how much is possible without faith Uh, that's all i gotta say but it says why do you have so little faith and i have to tell myself that too like why do you have so little faith like you have like if you are trusting in yourself to do everything that's literally me you're putting more faith in yourself than you're putting in god the creator like come on now sis why why is it that you believe in yourself more that than you believe in god it's the faith it's the faith aspect um let's continue verse 31 says so don't worry about these things saying what will we eat what will we drink what will we wear these things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers but your heavenly father already knows all your needs Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously and he will give you everything you need. So don't worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. So this whole verse is basically saying like God cares for everything in this world. He provides for them. The the, the bugs, the grass gets stepped on every day. The grass is still growing though. God is causing that to happen. So we need to believe and trust and have faith that God can also work in our lives, that he will also provide for us. It says the unbelievers are the ones, these are the thoughts that dominate unbelievers. So if you are worrying so much, maybe evaluate your belief. Like, do I really believe in God for real? Because if I did, I wouldn't be worrying this much. And don't let this thought, like, discourage you much because I used to think, like, dang like am I really a Christian for real like do I even believe in God for real because I shouldn't be worrying this much like God should be calming my thoughts 
But that's also overthinking. And you got to realize that, like, you can't overthink about the creator. We're not meant to know everything. That's what makes God, that's what makes God so powerful. It's the fact that we don't know everything about him. If we knew every single thing, if we knew, like, all his, like, there would be no point. Because we would be just as powerful as him. But that's not the case. So, we have to let go of that overthinking and be like a child. A child believes, like, you could tell a child that Santa is the one that brought their gift. And they'll be like, oh my gosh, Santa with no thought, no, it's, there's no logical thinking, no calculations to it. They just believe it. And that's really what it has to be with God, with the Christian faith. And it also says, seek the kingdom of God. You could be doing everything, casting your worries, you know, carefree, like, your mind is not even, maybe you're the type where your mind does not worry about nothing, like, you're carefree, you are just living to live, but if you are not living your life for Christ, then I don't know how you expect God to take care of your worries, yes, God's gonna be there for you, but you also need to be seeking that relationship with God, You also need to be like, yes, God, I'm here to please you. And yes, people make mistakes. And that's when you come to God and you're like, okay, sorry. Sorry, I made this mistake. Sorry, I did this. I want to change. I want to do better. So help me. Help me do better. Help me change. And take care of the rest of my life. And boom, the deed is done. That's literally all it takes. And, And we make it such a complicated thing, but... Bro, I'm telling you, these little steps go a long way. These little steps go a long way. Anyways, do not worry. Don't worry. Stop worrying about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. I read that and I was like, okay, God, like, what do you mean? So you're telling me I shouldn't worry today, but I got to worry tomorrow because tomorrow has its worries. But no, basically, this is this is like more of a faith thing, like take it day by day. Worrying about tomorrow, that's more like worrying about your future. Like for me, worrying about college. Okay, if I'm so worried about my college, that happens not literally tomorrow, but happens like in the future. So tomorrow, um, then, you know, what about living today? What about the peace of today? I'm putting my peace for today at jeopardy by worrying so much about tomorrow and my future. If tomorrow or my future is always on my mind, I'll never be able to cherish and just live in the moment, in the beautiful moments that God creates for us. You can miss out on something great because your mind is not where it needs to be at. The mind is so powerful. Get your mind right. Get your mind right. And you can only do it with God, for real. Like, honestly. Um, that's, that's it. That's really all I got to leave y'all with for today. Don't worry. Easier said than done. But I hope y'all got the tools needed from this EP today to be like, okay. Let's start working towards this journey of no worrying, no more worrying, you know, settling the thoughts in your mind. Let's go to sleep with peace, you know, because that was really the goal. 
Thank y'all for listening. I hope you enjoyed. Have a great rest of your week.